Celia. The day is November 25th, 2020. Querida Celia, the day is oh god, December 20 23rd. Today's December 23rd. Happy Merry Christmas Eve Eve Eve. Right? So I graduate in one, two, three, four days. The day today is May 18th, 2021. The day is June 2nd, 2021. The day is February 15th and it is 1.43 a.m. I hope that when you listen to this, estoy super lista. Um, y va a ser muy divertido. Okay, that's all. Love you, bye. Today is... August 26th, 2023. And I missed you guys so much. Oh my gosh. I I just went back to hear one of the intros to the old podcast and I want to cry. <laughs> I really want to cry. I don't know why it made me so emotional. But I've just been so overwhelmed lately with so many different things. And... I just haven't been able to to sit here with my thoughts and to be able to record them in this way. And I just, I miss you guys. I really miss you guys. And I was thinking today of how I feel like I'm coming into this new season of my life or I'm coming into this this big change in my life. And I don't know why. I don't know why that feeling is. It's I'm not necessarily like changing something right now in my life. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not I don't know. I don't know why I have this feeling that I'm coming into this new season somehow and I feel like there's all these new things that are going to happen and I I don't know what they are yet. I don't know why I have this feeling. And I was on my phone a lot today. And it was just annoying me. It's annoying me that I'm on my phone so much. And I, I think the theme for this episode is going to be break up with your overthinking. That's what I literally just came up with in my head. Because of the way I was thinking about this the other day. Of how I tend to really overthink things to the point where, you know, when you look at a word and you look at it for so long that it stops looking like a word. That's how I feel about so many different aspects of my life when I dissect it and I overthink it and I question it to the point where I don't even know what's right and what's wrong and what's my delusion or what's reality. And I'm learning that this self-protection mechanism that I seemingly have created for myself is actually incredibly self-destructive. And you're like, obviously, Celia, like, duh. But when you're sitting there overthinking something to the point where you're ruining it almost, in that moment, it doesn't feel self-destructive. It feels like when you're kind of looking at something and your eyes lose focus and it, it feels it feels good. It feels like overthinking is protecting yourself because if you think about every possible wrong situation that could happen every possible outcome that could occur you're setting yourself up for quote unquote success because you're like oh i'm ready i'm ready for no matter what happens but you're actually setting yourself up for a failure because you by overthinking 
you are completely dissociating from the present moment. And I have a really tough time with this. I have a really tough time with this because especially when you've been through so much, it's not easy to enjoy the present moment because you feel like it's going to end and you feel like it's going to end in the worst way possible because of all these different situations that you've created in your head. And this could go for relationships, this could go for friendships, this could go for a test you're taking. And in the same way that I'm trying to convince myself to stop with my own overthinking, I'm telling you that you should break up with your overthinking. And you should be very conscious of the people that may contribute to this overthinking. And I've seen this arise so many different times in my life. To give you an example, my most serious relationship, I was with someone that whenever I felt I was being my most vulnerable, whenever I was talking about, you know, my mental health isn't doing so well, you know, this is going on, this is what's stressing me out. Instead of feeling safe and secure and listened to and cared for, I felt ashamed. I felt very ashamed. And so this contributed to my overthinking because I genuinely thought that there was something wrong with me. I genuinely thought that I was the problem. I genuinely thought that I was something that needed fixing. And I felt that so deeply that I felt like I not only needed fixing, but I felt as though I would never be fixed no matter what I did. Because you do all these things to try to convince someone to like you. And if someone's not going to like you, if someone's not going to appreciate you, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you do. You could be the nicest person to them. You could be one of the most wonderful people out there. You could be, you know, girlfriend material, wife material, husband material, partner material. You could be all these wonderful things. And if someone doesn't want to appreciate you, it doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't. And it's a hard pill to swallow. It's a really hard pill to swallow. And it will contribute to your overthinking because you'll start being like, oh, well, well, maybe, maybe if this, maybe if, if I was prettier, maybe if I talked less, maybe if I texted more infrequently, maybe if this, maybe if that, maybe if that. And you get on this hamster wheel in your brain and you keep going, you keep going, you keep, and you're just attacking yourself. And it's horrible. It's horrible. I've done it so many times to the point where I have hurt my feelings so badly that I'm like, nobody's ever going to love me. That's honestly how it feels. And so what I'm trying to say here is you not only need to be conscious of your own overthinking, you need to be conscious of who may be contributing to those unhealthy paths in your brain. And it's really hard to not only identify this and to be conscious of when you're doing it, it's very hard to remove yourself from those people. However, however, I feel as though this is what I've kind of started doing in my own life. Whenever I'm trying to to make myself feel better, whenever I'm trying to not overthink, 
I tend to talk to myself a lot. <laughs> Usually it's in Spanish because I tend to talk to myself in Spanish. But so I'll, I'll say things and, you know, I'll pray. I pray almost every night. And so when I'm praying, I'll say things like, oh, like Diosito, like, please, anyone that's not meant to be in my life, kindly walk them out, walk them away. And uh, my friend Stephanie, she always says this, that's like, for the good of all and to the harm of none. And I really like that saying. And it's something that I repeat a lot. Like, I, I, I genuinely send everybody like love in light. Like, anytime somebody leaves my life, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, like, I hope something bad happens to someone. No, no, no. Never, 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 never. And it, I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I'm not just saying that. Like, there's people, you know, when someone really hurts you, you're not going to be their biggest fan. But I'm, I'm not going to contribute to whatever pain that they may have caused me by causing them pain, you know, like that whole eye for an eye mentality. No, I don't, I don't want to contribute to that. Instead, I feel like in, instead of conscious, cause it also, when you do that, when you're like, oh, I want to seek revenge. I want to make, I want to hurt this person. Like they hurt me. You're still thinking about them. You're still thinking about them. You're still allowing them to hold that space in your mind. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So instead of thinking about it, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, sigue por tu camino and like, enjoy your life, talk to you, never, bye, and you just, you forget about them, and it's kind of, it's really nice when, when you realize, like, oh, I haven't thought about, like, so-and-so situation, so-and-so person in such a long time, and I feel like these podcasts really make me sit here and go on tangents, <laughs> and really, I don't know, be able to, to consider that, and to kind of pat myself on the back for that and be like, oh, wow, look at all these things that you've grown from. And so I guess one of the things I'm trying to say is when I'm praying, I say that, like, please, you know, whoever's not be meant to be in my life, please walk yourselves out. And this is going to sound so, like, <laughs> so cheesy. And I don't know if cheesy is the right word, but... I actually tend to, to pray for pretty much all my friends. Um, all of the, I, I have a, I have a good amount of friends, but I, I tend to, whenever I know that somebody's going through something in my life or when, if some, if I know somebody has like a big test or something they're really worried about, I'll pray for them. And sometimes when I'm, I'm praying, I'll think of maybe someone that, that has hurt me or someone that, you know, I feel the need. I feel as though they have lost my trust in a way. And instead of holding on to that sentiment, I think like, okay, I forgive them. I let it go. I don't want to keep thinking about this, which then leads to overthinking about this, which then leads to my self-destructive behavior for myself as to, oh, I deserve it. Oh, this, oh, that. No, I don't want to think like that. And I don't do it often. I'm not going to do it every day. But if they pop into my mind, I'm like, oh, okay. I hope this person's doing okay. I hope they're treating I hope they're treating people better than how they treated me. And that kind of allows me to not go into this toxic cycle of overthinking as to why me? Why did they do this to me? Instead, I hope they treat people they know now better than how they treated me. And I hope that I 
when I wake up in the morning, I hope that I walk out of my house with a lot of love and light to give. And that is what I want to contribute to this world. And instead of overthinking all these toxic patterns, I'd much rather utilize my energy to consider ways to not only bring in more healthy habits for myself, but to also contribute to the health and wellness of other people and to the people in my life. Because if I'm constantly overthinking and destroying myself, I'm not going to be a good friend. I'm not going to be a good partner. I'm not going to be a good daughter. I'm not going to be a good sister. If I'm constantly destroying myself, I'm not going to be conscious of what other people may be going through. And sometimes you have to sit down with yourself and take care of yourself and nurse yourself back to health. But you have to realize that everything in life kind of like will go together, right? And I always try to to put the energy out into the world that I want to give back. So if I want to have good friends, I am going to be a good friend. If I want to have a good partner, I am going to be a good partner. But in that same vein, in that same way, if I'm telling my friends like, oh, you deserve better than this. If someone's treating them a way that I know they shouldn't be treated, I need to return that energy onto myself and know when to walk away from situations, which is something that I'm still learning. And even at my ripe old 24 years of age, it's not easy to unlearn unhealthy habits, especially when certain habits led to your survival. You know what I mean? That might be a weird thing to hear, but like I'm thinking of how I used to daydream a lot as a kid whenever I was going through something that was really heavy or whenever I was really stressed. And this daydreaming then led to me kind of idealizing a lot of tox- toxicity, which now I'm looking back and I'm like, oh my God, because I've, I'd be manifesting this stuff into my life. And I'm like, oh my God, like why did why did young me think about this? But your brain holds so much power and we're not even conscious of that most of the time. But what you think really will present itself into your life. And so if you're constantly overthinking about something, that energy is also going to present into your life and it's going to present itself in anxious situations, in toxic situations, in people overthinking about you, in people not thinking about you at all. Like it's, it's so, it's crazy. And it's, I feel like the worst thing about being like a hopeful, hopeless romantic in this generation, one of the worst things is you can feel things so deeply. You can feel things so deeply. You can love people so deeply. You can love the world so deeply. And somebody will not give a shit about you. And you'll constantly ask yourself why, because you don't know how to be that way. You don't know how to not care. Even if you wanted to, you don't know how to turn it off, how to turn this switch off. And I've met people that, you know, like they don't care about someone and that's it. Like they continue on. And I I could be like that to a certain extent, but somebody has to really hurt me multiple times repeatedly for me to get to that point where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to talk to you. I hit the microphone. I'm sorry. Where I get to that point where I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be your friend. I don't want you in my life. And it usually has to be pretty serious. But for somebody to just wake up one morning and be like, mm, whatever, like, I don't care. I can't do it. I honestly can't do it. I wish that I could. 
but also I wish that like I'm thankful that I can't you know because if you can't feel something like yeah sometimes you'll be extra sad right if someone doesn't like you if someone doesn't want to be with you if you don't feel that you also can't feel that genuine love and I like it's hard that they go hand in hand I'm gonna cry I'm literally like looking at myself in the camera about to cry cry Celia cry crying is good let it out girl let it out I'm literally talking to myself let it out girl I'm talking to anybody here let it out person let it out human human being I don't know who's watching this who's watching who's listening to this sometimes I feel like I'm just screaming into the void with these and nobody ever listens and so it makes me really happy whenever you guys share them because I'm like oh no people actually listen and that's partly been one of the reasons why I haven't made a podcast in so long because it's hard to feel that people care and I know that's so like obviously people care silly blah blah and but it's it's hard to feel like you have something of meaning to say and I didn't want to just post this podcast and just have it be like 15 minutes of me rambling and then have nothing to add to your life you know and that's it could be that it could be that but I just get so in my head about it theme that's overthinking is going to be the <laughs> the buzzword the of the of the episode but I felt as though I had nothing of substance to say to you and I felt as though anything I, I said would just not be worth listening to, which is sad, which is really sad. But I, I think it's just hard. It's hard sometimes. And I'm still kind of learning to navigate content creation and also reminding myself that not everything has to be perfect and that I don't have to constantly be overthinking everything and that something could just be it could just be a podcast episode it could just be 15 minutes it could just be a poem a week it could just be whatever I want it to be and so I'm trying to tell you because I need to hear it too and I feel like my podcasts are usually things that I need to hear but I don't know I feel like a lot of these things a lot of my episodes tend to lead back to love in a way Diary of Romantica. And I don't want it to seem like that's the most important aspect of your life. Because I don't I don't think it is. I think romantic love is very important. And I do want it to play a big role in my life at some point. But I don't think that it is the most important part of me that I'm a hopeful romantic I don't think that's the most impressive part of me I don't think that's the most meaningful part of me I think every person is the combination of so many different experiences and so many different lives that they've lived and just thinking back to who I was in college to who I am now I feel like I've lived so many different lives in the past few years of just you know being an Ivy League student and feeling like I wasn't good enough to then graduating and studying for the MCAT and, you know, writing all these poems about how I was feeling and now seeing so many people resonate with them. I'm literally going to cry. <laughs> oh my God, Celia, pull it together. <laughs> I'm also not going to edit this because I'm just going to post it tonight. It's literally midnight, like literally 12, 00. So now it's August 
August 27th, 2023. I just, I've always wanted these podcast episodes to be diary entries and to be what I'm feeling. And I think I've been overthinking like it's nobody's business. And I want to stop. I don't want to do it anymore. I want to just be able to not constantly be thinking about the worst case scenarios that could happen, not constantly be wondering if people are making fun of me, if people are doing this. And it stems a lot from like being bullied. When you're bullied as a a kid, when you're bullied throughout your childhood, your teenage years, that's something that affects you so deeply. And I didn't even realize until the last few years when I was writing poetry and it it kept coming out because that's the thing about poetry it's not yeah sometimes it's all the cute fun little rhymy words but sometimes it digs things out of the depths of your soul things that you didn't even know were still bothering you and when you're used to seeing somebody laughing and you before it was that they were laughing at you you're gonna hear someone laugh and your your first thought isn't gonna be like oh like what's so funny your first thought is gonna be like what's wrong with me and i wish it wasn't like that and it's i'm I'm working on it i'm working on it and it's definitely gotten a lot better but it's it was one of the big reasons why i didn't know if i wanted to continue social media because i said there's gonna be a lot of hate comments there's gonna be a lot of people that don't know me that are gonna be judging me and i was like i don't know if i'm ready for that but i realized that the pros definitely outweigh the outweigh the cons and that even if only one person heard this and it resonated with them and it made them feel good and happy and loved seen and heard that's all that matters. That's all that really matters at the end of the day. And people that don't know me, they don't know any of my business. And people can judge you all they want. But at the end of the day, you got to remember that you're a chingona. And that you have to love yourself. And that overthinking patterns tend to disguise themselves as self-protection mechanisms when really they're destroying you. And that's a tough pill to swallow and something that I've been learning. And <laughs> I love telling my friends, um, like, Etch-a-Sketch, whenever you have to, like, get something out of your mind, I just say Etch-a-Sketch, and we, like, shake our heads. And it's the idea, like, when you have the Etch-a-Sketch and you, like, draw something and then you shake it and it erases itself completely, same thing. I just go Etch-a-Sketch, Etch-a-Sketch. And... It makes me feel better. It makes me laugh. I literally have like tears streaming down my face while I'm laughing. Honestly, on brand. <laughs> on brand. Diary of Romantica. I just want to make the world a better place and to make my mind a better place with everything that I do. I miss reading. I haven't been reading as much. I feel like that's also contributing because I feel like when I read, I can't overthink because it just gets my mind to focus on whatever I'm reading. So I think I need to do that. I think I need to get back into that. I also got a bunch of yarn and I haven't been crocheting as much, but I've been teaching my friends to crochet and they're really cute because now they're like, look what I crocheted. I think I think that's what it is. I think when we're really overwhelmed, it's easy to kind of 
stop contributing to our hobbies, to stop participating in our hobbies. And I, I think that's really important. I haven't gone to the gym. I've been working out a lot. So that's everybody be proud of me because I've been consistently going to the gym. And that's been helping a lot. That's been helping a lot. Uh, and yeah, I think it tends to be easy to overthink because obviously there's a lot of things to think about, right? There's always so many different things going on. But at least in terms of love, if somebody is making you question how they feel about you, walk away, man. Walk away. It's just, do you really want to be with someone that makes you feel that way? And I think that's the biggest thing that I'm learning as I grow up is that it's not so much about how I feel about someone, it's how they make me feel. It's not of like, oh, I really like them, blah, blah, blah. How do they make me feel? It's like, does that make sense? Does that make sense? It's not how I feel about someone. It's the way that they're making me feel. Because how I feel about someone is what I've created in my mind. And my mind is beautiful sometimes, man. My mind in there, I'd be creating gardens and the most spectacular views. But if someone is making storms inside my mind and destroying it by the way that they're treating me, I don't want them in my life. The way that I see a romantic relationship is one in which there is complete peace to be who you are. And they make your mind a much better place. And I was writing a poem about this of how I hope it's nice inside your mind. I really do. I wish that for all of you. I really hope it's nice inside your mind because it's hard. It's really hard. And it's not easy to deal with, you know, anxious thoughts and to deal with stressful thoughts and all these really difficult things that people can't see because they're just happening within yourself. But don't be with someone that contributes to that. Don't even give them your energy. Don't even give them your time. It's, I don't know. And you know it too. Like if someone isn't trying to talk to you, someone isn't putting effort to see you, the way that I thought about it is like, it's almost as if you're paying them rent to live inside their mind. You know, the whole saying like, oh, they live in your head rent free. Mm. If you feel as though you have to pay rent to someone so that they think about you, leave, bro. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. And what I always tell myself is like, yeah, there will be someone better. Yeah, somebody better is out there. And, you know, usually that's been the case. But it's it's hard when you're like, oh, but yeah, there might be better, but better won't stay, you know? And it's this idea. I always think of it as like, maybe this is dumb to say, but this idea that some things don't work out because like your future soulmate, their energy is so strong that they're like blocking these imposters from like being with you because it's like a slightly jealous energy of like, no, don't even think about it, dude. Don't even think about it. And it's, it kind of makes me feel better because I'm like, oh no, he didn't ghost me. It was just that my future husband was like, don't even dare to talk to her. You know, like, why would you talk to her? And I'm like, it's kind of, it's kind of sweet, but literally I'm delusional, but <laughs> It's it's nice to think about instead of being like, ah, they ghosted me, they don't like me. Yeah. Break up with your overthinking. 
Punto. Punto. Caso cerrado. Okay. I don't know how long this episode's gonna be. But I think this is a good welcome back to me. And like I said, I don't even know if I'm gonna edit this. I think I'm just gonna post it because I don't feel like editing it. Because I want to try to be more, I don't know. I've always been authentic in these, but I think I want it to be more like a little like FaceTime. Like, you know, like, oh, like we're just talking. We're just vibing here. And yeah, I don't know. I don't want to just make it seem like, oh, we have to talk about relationships and we have to talk about this and that because there's plenty of podcasts out there that will give you all this advice. And I also am like, who the heck am I to give you advice? You know, like I'm a 24 year old, like what's it saying? I'm a 24 year old teenage girl or something like that. Like, I'm just trying to figure out my own life, too. And I'm my life is not perfect. <laughs> but who am I? Who am I to advise? We're all going through this together. But that's kind of beautiful that we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Okay. It's time to go. Okay. No, wait, wait. I need to do the full... <laughs> I need to do the, the full outro. What's it? I don't even remember what my outro is. Oh my god, it's been so long. Well, if you listened to this episode and you liked it, please share. Sharing helps. If you didn't like it, don't tell me because I'm sensitive and it's probably going to make me cry. Because I'm a Cancer Sun. I'm an Aries Moon and I'm a Scorpio Rising for all the people that ask. But it's okay. If you didn't like it, that's okay too. But if you did like it, you should definitely share. And you should tell me what you liked about it. And yeah i hope that you're having a wonderful day or night or morning or afternoon wherever you are in this planet that we live on and the last thing i'll leave you with is i really hope that it's nice inside your mind and if it wasn't if it was raining if it was storming if there was lightning and thunder well consider this some sun that now it's a little less okay i'll see you guys in the next episode which hopefully will be more frequent (laughs) i'm gonna try my best okay bye